What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The brain, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's up out there? Welcome in to the uh, starting lineup here on ESPN Radio 98.9 The uh, Game. What's happening out there here on this uh, Thursday, throwback Thursday, thirsty Thursday, whatever you want this Thursday to be. We're here to talk sports and uh, celebrate uh, with you. It's Travis Sparks uh, talking now, Eric Fry alongside. We're here in the 98.9 Jack FM uh, studios, and we got a good show you, good show lined up for you. As always, coming up, we'll take a look at uh, some uh, local baseball and uh, softball from uh, last night and uh, get us set for the schedule today, and we'll uh, definitely be hitting up on the uh, City uh, Series that uh, took place. Game 1 is in the books, so we'll see how that sets the tone for the rest of the uh, week, and we'll hit up on uh, some uh, postseason play as well as the uh, 3A brackets and uh, seeds are revealed uh, for postseason baseball, and we'll take a look at softball as well later on today as the postseason begins for 1 and 2A next week, so uh, we need to hit up on those uh, softball brackets we took a look at the baseball brackets a little while ago but mm-hmm. uh, they finally released 3a baseball and that's where fea and muhammad and the apollo teams are and only i believe it yes. is in there as well yes. so uh, we'll hit up on that later as well we'll take a look at the uh, playoffs nba playoffs from uh, last night as two teams staved off elimination as the uh, knicks they pulled off the win so we go another game there in that one, and we go another game with the Warriors and the Lakers as the Warriors get it done last night as well. Mm-hmm. We'll explore the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll take a look at the games that happened uh, last night. Again, a couple of teams staving off elimination there as well. We'll take a whip around on Major League Baseball, and we'll also hit up on the NFL as the schedule is supposed to drop tonight at 7 o'clock. We got a block squared off on radio. We got on ESPN, NFL Network. But why do we even have the show? Because the schedule leaks out through the cracks here, and we got 
leaks all over the place. We know the opener. We know the Bears' first game. We know uh, the first Monday Night Football game. And so we'll have to explore those games that have leaked out already and wait for the uh, schedule release later on tonight. Mm-hmm. Can you tell that I'm annoyed a little bit? I can this? tell you're annoyed a little bit by it, yeah. yeah. <sighs> but it's okay, Travis. We will survive. We will, and we'll know this the entire schedule uh, later on this evening, and probably as we go throughout the day, we'll have more games leak out. And so. then there's those of us who just doesn't care. <laughs> just doesn't care just about doesn't the care. NFL schedule being released Not or the, one step forward. I don't care forward. about the schedule. We're one step forward to beginning the NFL season, and it's becoming more and more real. We'll see uh, how well the Bears start out. We know they're going to start out 1-0. Do you know their first game? Nope. All right, we'll tell you about it a little bit later coming up because uh, we know it. We know it. So uh, we'll explore that in the uh, podcast most likely because we'll have our time filled here on Trustful Radio with uh, other things. So uh, catch that podcast wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, the website, fmradio.com. Check out the local sports uh, schedule and uh, scores up there and also have the uh, baseball and softball postseason pairings as well. And you can follow along at home there over on the website. Click on the local sports tab uh, there. That's where you find uh, that information. All right. Uh, so uh, let's get it rolling here and uh, let's get it started with what we always do. It's first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off with the uh, series finale uh, there in Wrigley Field uh, last night. As, hey, we started the previous two days when the Cardinals win. So we start when the Cubs win as well as the uh, uh, Cubbies got it done uh, there. As uh, they end up winning this one, uh, putting up a 10 spot mm-hmm. on uh, the uh, Cardinals. As uh, Cardinals scored in the uh, very first inning, uh, Goldschmidt got on base and then Nolan Arenado hit a triple. And that scored a Goldie. And uh, Contreras also uh, singled in a run, drove in uh, Andrew Kisner there to make it 2 nothing, and, and that's where it all started to uh, fall apart there after that. Uh, the floodgates would open. Uh, they would uh, Cubbies would eventually take the 6-2 to two lead. Uh, Newpar uh, had an RBI in the uh, sixth, and another run scored in the ninth for the Cardinals. But at that point, it was 10 to 3, mm-hmm. and that only made it 10 to 4. So uh, the Cubbies win again, and they win on the back of Justin Steele. Once again, he improves to a 6 and 0 yep. on the season. A little rough start, but hey, he got through it, yep. and he ends up picking up his sixth win on the season. Yeah, three earned, like you said, seven hits, three walks, gave up those three runs, but his ERA, Travis, still 1.82. Yeah, you'll uh, take that. And gets the, the sixth win, and, and the. Bullpen actually kind of did its job as well and and held firm for the Cubs. And uh, the bats finally woke up as well for Chicago. Wisdom had a homer. Gomes did, had yeah. a homer. Um, it was it was nice to see some of that because it had been a while. You know, uh, Dansby, even though he didn't have a homer, he had two RBIs to help out. Morrell had two RBIs. He's been hot ever since he's been called back up. So, um yeah, I liked what I saw last night out of out of the Cubs. Um, wish it would have been the entire time. Um, 
you know, and, and again, you look at runners in scoring position, Travis, the Cardinals, 4 of 12, Cubs 6 of 14. You're going to win a lot more when you're 6 of 14 with runners in scoring position. Yeah, I got a little crowded on the base pass there in the uh, ninth inning. Uh, the Cardinals ended up having the uh, bases loaded uh, there, but then Arenado uh, popped out to mm-hmm. uh, close out the game. So uh, not a clean ninth inning for Mr. Thompson uh, there with uh, three hits and that one run coming around to score and one walk. But, uh, hey, got it done. And uh, uh, Cubbies ended up winning. And over on the other side, for the uh, Cardinals pitching, uh, you know, if Andrew Kisner was just a little bit better behind the plate, he would have had uh, uh, had Jordan Montgomery give up six runs. He walked three runner or he walked three batters, and he struck out three and gave up those two home runs as well. Mm-hmm. So make a switch at the uh, catcher position. And one guy that was great for us, Montgomery. Wasn't great last night. No, I think Great's pushing it maybe a little bit. He was still two and four entering last night on the year. The record stands for itself, but I mean, from what our starting pitching has been, I mean, he's good for yeah. you right now because I mean, there was that one point where we didn't have those quality starts, and yep, Montgomery was that's pumping true. out quality starts. Yep, so. I'll, I'll give you that. So. Uh, did not have his uh, best stuff uh, last night and got uh, lit up a little bit. Uh, Verhagen came in and lit up three runs as well. And top it all off, Nail came in and gave up a run as well. So all the Cardinal pitchers giving up a run. And uh, with those six earned runs that Montgomery lit up, his ERA now swells up to 4.11. So uh, inflates the ERA and takes another loss, 2-5. and five on the season for him and now the uh, Cardinals slip a and a fall to a 13 and a 25 on the season Travis Montgomery is tied with Flaherty for the most wins from your starting pitchers and he has the lowest ERA of your starting pitchers at 4.11 yeah, I knew he had to be up there with the ERA that's not great and no. he has five quality starts Travis as you mentioned mm-hmm. the Cardinals of the team have seven yeah Mm-hmm. that's that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> no, not not good at all. Uh, it's the Cardinals' worst record of this deep into the season since 1907, when they were 10 and 28. That mark tied with 1903 is the worst start in franchise history, and this is also the first loss of the season by more than five runs. Mm. So. I mean, that's good. That's your first one by only five runs. Yeah, I didn't realize that stat, but. Uh, yeah, worst start since yeah. 1900s. Now, Travis, I wanted to talk about this because it seems to be what all Cardinal Nation is talking about. So we have to bring it up on this show. Mm-hmm. And that is the rumor that was almost confirmed from Ken Rosenthal about Sean Murphy. What was that? And the specific players that mm-hmm. the A's asked for. So you don't know this. I mean, I think I... Remember hearing a little so bit about So the A's it, asked the Cardinals for Lars Newtbar, Brendan Donovan, and Gordon uh, Grisfeco. Is that right? I think he's a minor league player. He is, yeah. The A's wanted Newtbar or Donovan plus Grisfeco per Rosenthal. The Cardinals were unwilling to trade any of those players. Instead, won the A's to choose from two from a group of four, consisting of Dylan Carlson, Nolan Gorman, Alec Burleson, and Juan Yepes. Travis. If you are the Cardinals, are you giving up now hindsight 2020 
Are you giving up Newt Bar or Donovan and that pitcher to get Sean Murphy from what you've seen from Wilson Contreras? No. Well, according to Mosaic, he said hindsight is twenty twenty. The types of players we thought we'd have to give up to get Murphy, we just weren't willing to do. You might say, would you be willing to do it now? I don't think that's truly a fair question. So, yes. Yes, he would. But he's, he can't he can't say yes. No. But the guy you signed is not your catcher. Mm-hmm. And now, like I said, now that the uh, adrenaline and the emotion of being at Wrigley is going to wear off for Wilson, now you're heading to Boston, which, as we talked about, has been playing some pretty good baseball right now what is going to happen now especially ending on on ending with a loss Uh, Sean Murphy right now 288 average nine homers 32 RBIs so it's pretty decent numbers right there so mm, played in 33 games 111 at bats 32 hits nine doubles nine homers so only 29 strikeouts, so I don't know. That just seems like uh, a lot with uh, uh, Newt Bar. And, For and comparison, I, Wilson has 31 strikeouts, two homers, 17 RBIs. Yeah, it's definitely been a slow start. It has. For sure. He still has a positive war for you. Well, that's good. They all that. He, hey, he's one of only seven players with a positive war, Travis. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's the reason why we're 13 and 25. Yeah. All those players with a negative war. The highest war on your team right now is Paul Goldschmidt with a 1.6. There you go. Second is Lars Newtbar with a 1.2. So the uh, Cardinals, uh, they get the uh, day off today to uh, travel to uh, Boston. And Boston also returning home as well. They traveled from Atlanta. So uh, they'll start the series uh, this weekend. And it's Adam Wainwright tomorrow against James Paxton on a Saturday. A Steven Matz against uh, Chris Sale. And then we got the game on Sunday Night Baseball as well. And it is Miles Michaelis on the mound on Mother's Day against Corey Kluber for the Red Sox. And so, just to annoy Travis, do you want to know who has the worst war on your team? Who has the worst war? Jordan Walker. Minus of course. half. Mm-hmm. Do you know who is above him? Next to last, Contreras. Tyler O'Neill. Ah, Tyler O'Neill. Taylor Monitor is actually a minus point one, Travis. So that's all you need to know about why Taylor Monitor was brought in and Jordan Walker was sent down. Uh, again, I think he was again designated for assignment, and then uh, he was brought back to Memphis already. So <laughs> I just can't get rid of this guy. He keeps coming around the organization. He's played in eight games, Travis. Has twenty at bats, four hits. Hmm. What is up with this Taylor <laughs> Motter guy? I don't understand it. But uh, so, uh, like I said, the uh, Cardinals are in Boston, and the uh, Cubs also have the uh, day off today as uh, they have a less of a trip up. Uh, they're traveling up north to uh, Minnesota. Ah, start a series with the Twins. Well, let's see if we can make the fans boo uh, Carlos Correa a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, Drew Smiley against Sonny Gray on Friday. Probably can't find it on television because it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, Travis, do you want to know the f- a funny thing I'll tell you? What's Looking that? at the Cubs' war, since we looked at the Cardinals, we're led more by Cody Bellinger, so he has found his MVP uh, streak again. He's a 1.9 war. Dansby's second. But our bottom three, 
Trey Mancini, Eric Hosmer, and Matt Mervis are three first basemen. Worst in the league at first base. Didn't you just call up Mervis? Yeah. yeah. He's played in five games. He has 21 uh, plate appearances. Doesn't even count. 21 plate appearance, Travis. He has four hits. Four for 21. That shouldn't even count. That's those are small sample size. Still batting better than Edwin Rios, who we designated for assignment. Mm. He was two for twenty. Yeah, a rough start uh, there. So no longer on the team. See you later. Uh, Cardinals couldn't pull off the uh, sweep, but that's okay. It took out two out of three, and we talked about yesterday about you know it doesn't matter what we do uh, against the uh, Cubs. It's all about. Can we officially say that the Cardinals are back? All depends on what happens in the next mm-hmm. three series with Boston, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers coming up. Uh, the Brewers and Dodgers, are at least, will be back at a Bush Stadium uh, there. Definitely uh, need to take uh, two out of three at least against the uh, Brewers, and that's we'll obviously hope for more, but yep. uh, that's the only thing I'm looking out for right now. And It'll be good to uh, go to uh, Boston again, and it's like, Again, I think we were just there last season, but uh, with that new new schedule, schedule, yeah. we'll be seeing Boston more often. Yeah, and the Cubs are less often. Yeah, so it'll be a while until we see uh, the Cubbies again. I, we may not see you guys again until we're across the pond. I believe that is correct. Let's see here. Let's take a quick peek at the because that makes sense. The old schedule here. Yeah, the next time we see the Cubs will be in London. On June 24th and 25th. That makes so much sense. (laughs) So we'll look forward to that. And we'll be breaking bread, breaking tea and crumpets over there. Tea and crumpets. In London. So uh, we'll look forward to that next series. And also coming up next, we'll be talking about the uh, City Series in baseball and uh, softball. And the rest of uh, the action that occurred uh, last night, Angie is set up for tonight's action. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Cooking out for a cause. Teutopolis State Bank is hosting our annual community cookout this Friday from 11 to 6 at our Teutopolis and Sigel locations. All donations will benefit El Shaddai Homes, a local nonprofit that will provide long-term maternity housing, live-in support, parenting education, life skills, counseling, and more for pregnant women and their babies. Plan to stop by our Teutopolis or Sigel location this Friday from 11 to 6. Enjoy a hamburger, pork burger, or hot dog with chips, cookies, and drinks. We hope to see you there. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. 
Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Lenny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now, the the number one for me what was the best thing that I saw in sports this weekend. That was on Saturday, hole number 14 at Oakland Golf Course from a 101 yards out. Uh, Eric Fry with a nine iron sticks one within two feet of the cup, and it was a heck of a golf shot. And it was the best thing I saw in sports this weekend. And now. Feel my moment. thunder. <laughs> Come on, man. Let me gloat about myself. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup We're on 98.9 The Game. ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here. And let's talk some local baseball and uh, softball from uh, last night. And let's uh, first take a look at uh, game one of the uh, City Series with FEM and uh, St. Anthony. And we'll start off in uh, baseball there as FEM came away with the uh, win in game number one as they won this one by the final of 8-1. to one. St. Anthony and FEM were deadlocked in the first three innings. St. Anthony broke it open there with a run in the uh, fourth, but then FEM got six in the bottom of the fourth. They put up two more runs in the bottom of the fifth, and that was it. St. Anthony only were able to muster up two hits in uh, this one as uh, Josh McDevitt had a, another outstanding outing as uh, the uh, uh, Mizzou baseball uh, commit. That's okay, ILL, but he still had a, a nice performance. Two hits, one run, two walks, and a 12 strikeouts, and Raditz came in and closed it out, and he went the last inning and had a strikeout. Uh, there, uh, Jansen takes the loss for the uh, Bulldogs. He goes three and a two-thirds innings, giving up five hits, six runs, six walks, 
and two Ks there. And RBIs all were credited here for the Hearts as Harper had three of them at the plate. And Fox, Coberline, Raditz, Webb, and Weymouth all drive-in runs uh, there. And St. Anthony scored their run on an error. So uh, FEM, they uh, take game one of the uh, City uh, Series. And I was looking back at some of the history here with yeah. uh, baseball and uh, softball. Uh, FEM, they won the uh, City Series last year as they took the first two games. And then uh, St. Anthony took a game three. Uh, two years ago, uh, St. Anthony uh, swept this as they got shutouts in the first two games and won at 5-2. to two. Obviously, the uh, City Series didn't happen in 2020 thanks to the pandemic. And uh, then uh, it's been kind of, well, uh, kind of split. Uh, FEM won in 2019 and 2017. St. Anthony took it in uh, 2018. And in 2016 and 2008, the uh, City Series was tied in uh, 2016, uh, they split a doubleheader on Friday due to the uh, weather mm-hmm. not cooperating uh, that week. FEM won the first game. St. Anthony won the uh, second game. And then in 2008, there was also a tie as well as the St. Anthony won the first game. FEM uh, got in extra innings 7-6, and then the Friday game was rained out. So hopefully we don't repeat ourselves yes. for the 2008 uh Baseball City Series. Yes, I agree. Uh, the rest of the uh, games that happened yesterday in North Clay, they defeated Flora three to two. South Central shut out Olney three to nothing. It was Neoga over Paris ten to nothing. Uh, Brownstown at St. Elmo defeated Ramsey by the final of a ten to one here. As the Brownstown, they got three in the uh, first, and then they got. Uh, let's see, a four or five in the uh, fourth as they went on to a win here. Ramsey only had two hits. Uh, Hopengarner uh, got the win for Brownstown. He goes five innings, giving up a run, a couple of hits, eight strikeouts there. As uh, Paisley, he had two RBIs, and Stein had two RBIs as well, but uh, Schwab led the way. He had th- uh, an RBI as well. I thought that was a three next to the RBI, but just one RBI. Beal also had an RBI as well. And uh, so Brownstown, 13 and a 10 mm-hmm. on the uh, campaign. It's Shelbyville over uh, Windsor's two straws in a close one, 5-4. Casey all over Heritage, 27 to nothing. It's Charleston over Martinsville or Marshall, 7 to nothing. Mount Carmel defeated Robinson, 9 nothing. South Knox defeated Lawrenceville, 6-4. It was Lincoln over Pleasant Plains, also 6-4. St. Joe Ogden got the win over Mount Zion, 6-1. Oakwood defeated Tri-County 13-3. Stanville Schlarman over Blue Ridge 10-2. Central Illinois it was South Fork over Tuscola 15-5. Williamsville defeated Warrensburg Latham 4-3. Monticello won over Clinton 4-0. And Elvarado defeated Macon Meridian 14-3. Gillespie, they won against Hillsboro 17-7. Staunton shuts out Greenfield Northwestern 4-0. And Greenville wins over Oakville 9-2. In a softball from yesterday in a game one of the softball city series, it was a St. Anthony coming away with the uh, five to four win here as both teams scored a two runs in the first and both teams scored a run in the second as well. So we were tied at a three and a St. Anthony picks up uh, runs in the fourth and a fifth innings to go ahead and FEM, they tried to come back there. They got a run in the sixth. 
but ultimately their comeback fell a little bit short uh, there. Uh, Natalie Armstrong takes the loss in the circle for the Lady Hearts. She goes all seven innings, giving up 10 hits, five runs. Three of them were earned, three walks, and a couple of strikeouts as well. Uh, but it was Fear Day getting the win in the circle for the Bulldogs as she goes all seven innings as well, giving up five hits, four runs, one walk, and six Ks. All RBIs are accredited here for the uh, Bulldogs as Wernsey drove in one Niebergy, Fear Day, Faber and Rios, all drove in runners for St. A. And uh, three RBIs were credited here for the Hearts as they were sprinkled out here. Boone picked up an RBI. Abby Cunningham and Natalie Armstrong as well picks up an RBI as well. So uh, St. Anthony, uh, they take uh, the uh, City uh, Series in uh, Game 1, and they're looking for two in a row as well, as last year they won a 2-1. to one. As FEM, they picked up the Game 1 win, but St. Anthony won Game 2 and 3, obviously, uh, there. And then it's been pretty much dominated by uh, FEM here. Obviously, again, a No City Series in uh, 2020, as well, but uh, from 2015 to 2018, FEM uh, swept the uh, City Series. And last time before last year, St. Anthony won in uh, softball uh, was in 2014 uh, there. So, uh, and also uh, 2015, the uh, City Series was, um, I think it was affected uh, by rain, but didn't completely wash out, even though. Um, we have had some problems with that in the past, so uh, hopefully we don't have that one uh, happen either as well. Hopefully we can get these C-Series games in. Uh, Marshall, they defeated South Central 5-3. Uh, Lawrenceville defeated Powell Hutt 13-3. Mount Carmel over Robinson 10-8. Charleston, they won over Shelbyville 13-6. It was Mattoon over Monticello 6-4. Argenta defeated Warrensburg Latham 9-8. Clint over Eureka 6-3. It was Blue Ridge over Donovan 5-4. A uh, ton of games in the South Central. You had Vandalia over Lebanon 11-1. Gillespie defeated Hillsborough 16-2. Staunton shuts out Greenfield Northwestern 11-0. Edwardsville over Piasaw, keeping the birds grounded 5-0. It's Litchfield over Father McGivney 10-6. Oakville over Greenville 6-4. And Pleasant Plains victorious over North Mac 2-0. Local schedule for today. Hopefully the weather holds off. As Salem, they are at Altman, and the series for the C series shifts over to Evergreen tonight. As last time it was at Paul Smith Field last night. It's North Clay at Cumberland Central A&M at Brownstown. As THBC hosting Martinsville South Central at Dietrich Nioga at Mulberry Grove. Uh, Alney, they're at Topless, Newton hosting Windsor's Two Straws, Lawrenceville at Red Hill, Mount Carmel at Edwards County, Tri-Valley at Muhammad, Lincoln hosting Auburn, Tolona Unity at Charleston, Saragordo at Arthur, Oakville, or Oka Valley, excuse me, against Macon Meridian. It's the Cola Wars in uh, baseball. It's Tuscola hosting Arcola, Payne at Sullivan, Argenta at Decatur St. Theresa. It's Odin at Vandalia, Staunton against Carlinville, Paisal at Carrollton, Gillespie hosting Pawnee, and Greenville is at Nashville. In a softball, we got game number two there. Uh, St. Anthony's the home team tonight in the city series. It's Elkhart Valley at Altman, Waltonville at Clay City and North Clay, Marshall at St. Elmo, Martinsville at CHBC, 
Ramsey at Dietrich. South Central is at Wayne City. Topolis is hosting Robinson. And Casey is at Arcola. Central, uh, Centralia at Olney. Edwards County at Mount Carmel. Newton hosting Charleston. And Mount Zion's at Paris. Warrensburg at Williamsville. Decatur MacArthur at Decatur St. Teresa. Uh, it's Cumberland at Tuscola. Arthur hosting Central A&M. Rantua Villa Grove. Riverton at Argenta. Heritage at Danville Schlarman. It's Vandalia hosting Odin, Hillsboro at Alton Marquette, Staunton at Bunker Hill, North Green at Litchfield, Greenville hosting Mulberry Grove, and Concord Triopia is at North Mac. In tennis, we got uh, the Topless hosting uh, St. Anthony, and we got track meets today as well. Hopefully, uh, the weather holds off for these track meets as well as it's the Newton sectional. A uh, ton of uh, area teams competing there in girls track and field. Also, it's uh, the Okaw Valley sectional as well. And a 2A, the Rantoul sectional taking place today as well. So a busy day for track meets yes. all the way around today. Busy day for sports in general, as Travis. We're getting close to the state track meet, which is always uh, super busy up there in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And the postseason beginning next week for uh, baseball and softball as uh, we're almost here at the end of the uh, school year. Yep. Graduations happening soon if they haven't happened already. And starting the next chapter yep. of their of their lives yep. uh, coming up. And then the uh, juniors will flip over to seniors and we'll start it all over again. All over again. Speaking of the uh, postseason, it's uh, coming up next week, and we'll take a look at uh, those uh, matchups in uh, softball, but we'll also hit up on the uh, 3A baseball regional brackets that were released the, uh, this past week. So we'll take a look at that, where FEM and Muhammad Seymour and the Apollo stands as well. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Cooking out for a cause. Teutopolis State Bank is hosting our annual community cookout this Friday from 11 till 6 at our Teutopolis and Sigal locations. All donations will benefit El Shaddai Homes, a local nonprofit that will provide long-term maternity housing, live-in support, parenting education, life skills, counseling, and more for pregnant women and their babies. Plan to stop by our Teutopolis or Sigal location this Friday from 11 till 6 and enjoy a hamburger, pork burger, or hot dog with chips, cookies, and drinks. We hope to see you there. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Susan has always wanted to live in a chateau. I like a certain je ne sais quoi. While Jake is more into the Cape Cod style home. It's a classic look. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy and they could save even more. In the end, Susan and Jake found a Cape Cod style home where they will only speak French. Bonjour, je tame, uh, merci beaucoup, and uh, cordon bleu. You'll get better with time. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. 
Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for all the card combo orders. And now, the starting lineup. Eric Fry Sports Center updates the Colts are in Minnesota on Saturday night to take on the Vikings in their second preseason game. You can hear that on our sister station, 109. Oh, what? 1090 AM WCRA. <laughs> oh I was still goodness. right. It just sounded bad. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry Sports Center update. The Blackhawks are keeping one of their goaltenders around for a couple more years. Teams signed Arvid Solderblom to a two-year extension yesterday. The 23-year-old was the third man in Chicago's depth chart last season, but he still found his way into the starting lineup in 13 of his 15 appearances. He went 2-10-2 with an 89.4 save percentage and a 3.45 goals against average. Travis, that doesn't sound good. I don't know why you're keeping him around, but that's the Blackhawks, what they do. As Travis was alluding to, contrary to earlier reports, the Bears will not be playing a game in Germany during the 2023 season. It was rumored earlier in the offseason that Chicago would play Kansas City and Frankfurt, but the NFL announced yesterday that the Chiefs will instead take on the Dolphins abroad. Peter King is reporting that the change came at the behest of the Chiefs, who were allowed to protect one of their home games. The report says that the Chiefs chose to keep the Bears game in Kansas City. The rest of Chicago's schedule will be revealed when the NFL schedule release drops at 7 o'clock. Tonight, I guess that means Kansas City thinks they're going to sell out with the Bears there. Suns guard Chris Paul is once again out with a groin injury, while center DeAndre Ayton is questionable for tonight's Game 6. Ayton is dealing with a rib contusion he suffered during Tuesday's loss. Paul will miss his fourth straight game with a left groin strain. And the Mets and Phillies are going to play in the 2024 London Series before the 2023 London Series even happens. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on uh, 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. They're having London games this year, next year, and in 2026, but not in 2025 for whatever reason. No, we're just skipping that. We're skipping 2025. Hmm. Don't know why. Maybe it's a conflict with the stadium or something. The Olympics. Aren't the Olympics in London next next time? Summer Olympics? I don't know. I'll look that up. You, you keep I going. don't know, but I know that the Chiefs are, are scared to face the Bears on a neutral field or in a almost de facto home game for the Bears if it was played abroad. So yep. they're scared of Justin getting beat by Justin Fields. They, so are. they that's, are. That's okay. They'll just come into Arrowhead and, uh, and be a – but we'll have to wait and see what yep. week that'll be. Yep. So. Uh, the Olympics are next year in Paris. 2024. Mm. So it won't Petty. conflict. No, so I don't know why they're not going to London in 2025. <sighs> that's that's weird. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, postseason uh, where every team in the area stands and uh, 3A baseball, just to clean that up before we head up on uh, softball as uh, 3A, of course, so starts a, a week later than uh, uh, 1 and 2A. I found out why real quick. Was that you're gonna be in Paris in 2025 with the Dodgers? Hmm. There you go. So they're still gonna go abroad. But yes. Just play in Paris instead. Yankees and Red Sox, supposedly rumored. Hmm. The 
Red Sox again. Again. I didn't. Uh, and the Yankees again. Didn't they play in the first London series? Well, it's unlikely that the MLB would schedule a Yankees Red Sox series as in 2019 they played in London. Right. But both the Yankees and Red Sox have expressed interest in being in Paris. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. So we'll have to wait and see about that. Uh, class the three A baseball in the uh, all Nia regional. It starts on uh, uh, May twenty second. It's the A nine seed all Nia. They're at Mattoon uh, for thirty. The six seed. And on Wednesday it'll be the uh, two seed of Marion. It'll take on the winner of that all Nia Mattoon game on a Thursday, May twenty fifth. That's where we see FEM open up regional play as the three seed. They'll be against the five seed uh, Charleston at 4 o'clock, and then the regional championship will be on Saturday, May 27th for that one. And uh, this one will all culminate in the Centralia sectional, and uh, the winner of that only regional will take on the winner of the Jerseyville regional there with uh, teams like Troy Triad, Taylorville, Highland, and uh, Jerseyville. Obviously, uh, Mohamed Seymour, they have high aspirations uh, for their postseason uh, play, and uh, they're hosting uh, their own regional as they drew the number one seed there. Uh, it'll be the ninth seed at Danville at Rantoul to get things started on the first Monday, and then uh, the winner of that game will face the number one seed, Mohamed, on Wednesday, May 24th. On a Thursday, May 25th, it'll be Lincoln against Champaign and Centennial. And then the championship will culminate there on a Saturday, May 27th uh, there. And uh, the uh, will all lead to the uh, Lincoln uh, sectional as the winner of the Muhammad Regional will take on the winner of the uh, uh, Rochester uh, Regional. And that involves Decatur Eisenhower, Decatur MacArthur, Springfield, obviously, Rochester, and Mount Zion as well. Mount Zion, the fifth seed there. This will all lead up to the Decatur Milliken uh, Super Sectional and the uh, state uh, tournament for the uh, 3A and uh, 4A in uh, Joliet there. as uh, The uh, Friday will be the uh, semifinal games, and then on Saturday, June 10th, will culminate for the third place in championship there in 3A baseball. In uh, softball, we'll start off in 1A, and we'll start off in the Altima Regional on a Next Tuesday, May 16th, it'll be uh, two-seed Edwards County against the ninth-seed uh, St. Elmo Brownstown. On Wednesday, it'll be Altamont, the three-seed against the five-seed uh, Clay City North Clay. And then the championship will be uh, next Saturday, May 20th at 10 a.m. South Central Regional will start off uh, next Monday. It'll be the eighth-seed uh, Sisney at the uh, seventh-seed Weber. On uh, next Tuesday, it'll be the number one seed South Central. They'll take on the winner of that Sisney Weber game. On Wednesday, it'll be the four seed of Grayville against the six seed Wayne City. And then the championship will be next Friday, May 19th. Hudsonville Regional will start off on Monday. It's the number 10 seed of Martinsville at the eight seed Hudsonville. On a Tuesday, it'll be the two seed of Windsor's Two Straws taking on the winner of that Martinsville uh, Hudsonville game. And then in the second game of that day, it'll be the three seed at Cumberland against the seventh seed Oblong. And then the championship next Friday. KZ Regional, it's the nine seed CHBC at Central AM, the sixth seed on Monday. On a Tuesday, it'll be the number one seed at KZ taking on the winner of that game. And then uh, the fourth seed Dietrich will be against the five seed Okaw Valley later that day on Tuesday. 
Friday culminates with the championship. South Central uh, sectional. We'll see the uh, South Central regional winner take on the winner of the Hudsonville regional. And that'll be on a Tuesday, May 23rd. Wednesday, May 24th, it'll be uh, the winner of the Casey Regional against the uh, winner of the Altamont Regional. And the championship for the sectional will be on Friday, May uh, 26th. Uh, there. This will all lead to the Johnson City uh, Super Sectional. And the winner of that South Central Sectional will take on the winner of the El Varedo Sectional at 10 a.m. on Monday, May 29th. This all leads up to the uh, tournament there in Peoria at the Louisville Slugger Sports Complex on Friday, June 2nd, and culminate with the third and a championship games on Saturday, June 3rd. Some other 1A games to note uh, in the uh, Macon Meridian Regional, the ninth seed is St. T at the seventh seed Arcola next Monday. Uh, next Tuesday, it's uh, Leroy against the winner of that game, Macon Meridian against Tuscola, and the championship culminates on next Friday. Uh, let's see here. The uh, Hayworth Regional, the local team that's in there is Farmer City Blue Ridge. They're the A seed. They'll be against the 10th seed as Champaign St. Thomas Moore. And Argenta is the 6th seed. They'll be taking on Fisher on Wednesday. Villa Grove Regional uh, next Tuesday, a number one seed of Villa Grove against the 9th seed Heritage. And the 4th seed Watsika against the A seed. Tri County, and that will all lead to the Tuscola sectional on Tuesday, May 23rd, and championship on May 26th, and will all lead to the Bloomington, Illinois Wesleyan super sectional and the state to follow after that. Mm -hmm. In Class 2A in the Flora Regional, that's where we see the ninth seed uh, Lawrenceville at the seventh seed of Andelia to get it started uh, next Monday. On a Tuesday, we had uh, the number one seed of Newton taking on the winner of that game. The fourth seed Flora against the sixth seed of Robinson will follow and the championship to uh, uh, be next Friday. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Piasol is in the uh, Roxana Regional. They're the six seed. They'll be taking on the three seed Columbia on Wednesday. Uh, Greenville Regional, first two games on Monday. The 10 seed Hillsboro at the eight seed Litchfield. The 11 seed Greenville at the five seed Staunton. Uh, Salem is the top seed in that one. They're the two seed. They'll take on the winner of that Hillsboro Litchfield game. And the three seed Gillespie will take on the winner of that Greenville Staunton game championship next Friday. This will lead to the Freeburg sectional and uh, the Belleville Altoff Catholic Regional Champion against the Greenville Regional Champion on Tuesday, May 23rd. The winner of the Flora Regional against the Roxana Regional Champion on Wednesday and then Friday, May 26th will be the championship. This will lead to the Johnson City Super Sectional where the winner of that Freeburg sectional will take on the winner of the Pinckneyville sectional on Monday, May 29th. To top of this regional, we had uh, on a Monday starting things off the ninth seed of Pena at the eighth seed of Paris. On a Tuesday, we got the number one seed of St. Anthony. They'll take on the winner of that Pena and a Paris game. Of course, uh, St. Anthony kind of uh, like, oh, two-way? Yeah, they uh, won a state trophy mm -hmm. uh, two years ago, so they got the success factor in there, so they get bumped up to 2A for last year and this year. And they won a regional championship last year, but fell to Tolona Unity, who ended up winning the, or ended up finishing in third place in the state last year. So, uh, could we see a St. Anthony Topolis final? No. Topolis has to get by Westville. Uh, they're the fourth seed, and Topolis is the seventh seed. 
and that game will be on Wednesday. Championship next Friday, May 19th. Sullivan Regional, yeah, Bismarck Henney against the 6th seed uh, Shelbyville. Fithian Oakwood, the 11th seed at the 5th seed uh, Sullivan next Monday. Uh, the 2 seed Marshall against the winner of uh, Bismarck Henney and Shelbyville. And the 3 seed uh, St. Joe Ogden will take on the winner of Fithian Oakwood or Sullivan Regional Championship next Friday. Uh, in the Bloomington Central Catholic Regional, you have the ninth seed Clinton at the eight seed Monticello on Monday. Uh, they'll take on the winner of a normal community. will take on the winner of that game on a Wednesday. It'll be the three seed of Bloomington Central Catholic against the six seed Downs Tri Valley Regional Championship next Friday. Uh, Mora Forsyth Regional, it's Saragota against Arthur, the ten versus seven, uh, and then that. Winner will take on the number one seed at Tolono Unity on Tuesday. It's the four seed Warrensburg Latham against the five seed Maroa Forsyth. And the uh, Tolono Unity sectional is where all these teams will be uh, looking to get to on a Tuesday, May 23rd. The winner of the Tapas Regional will take on the winner of the Bloomington Central Catholic Regional at 4.30. And then the next game to follow with the uh, Maroa Forsyth Regional winner against the Sullivan Regional winner. And then the sectional championship on Saturday, May 27th, and it will all lead to the Decatur Milliken University Super Sectional. Well, the winner of that sectional will take on the winner of Quincy Notre Dame Sectional in the Supers. And of course, everyone looking to get to the uh, uh, Peoria Louisville Slugger Sports mm-hmm. Complex on June 2nd and June 3rd. Uh, really quickly here for uh, 3A in uh, the Centralia Regional. That's where I see Alney. They're going to be hosting uh, the AC Centralia on Monday, May 22nd. On a Tuesday, May 23rd, it'll be the 2 seed Charleston against the winner of that game. And then uh, the 3-seed FEM will take on the uh, 6-seed Mattoon on Wednesday, May 24th. Regional Championship will be on May 26th. And uh, Mohamed Seymour, they drew the top seed there in their own regional. They'll be the three seed there up against Danville on Wednesday, May 24th. Uh, Taylorville Regional, they're the fourth seed, and they'll take on Decatur MacArthur to begin regional play on Tuesday, May 23rd. Uh, Mount Zion, they drew the number one seed in their own regional, and they'll take on the eighth seed, Decatur Eisenhower, on Tuesday, May 23rd. All those will lead up to the Chatham-Glenwood sectional, then uh, the winners of those will advance to the Decatur Milliken Super Sectional and the uh, state finals there in Peoria again on June 9th and 10th for those games. So uh, we have the entire schedule up there on the uh, website, fmradio.com. So check them out yes. as regional play for 1 and 2A begin next weekend. Can't believe it's already and here. 3A will be uh, the following week. And it's here, postseason play underway you win I don't want to believe it you win you advance you lose your season's over your high school career could be over i don't want to believe that's already here i know but it is it's just <sighs> flown on by so it sure has we're already on postseason time speaking of a uh, postseason that's where we're looking out next to close out the show nba nhl playoffs from last night coming at you the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, 
you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Buffalo Bills Center of the West in Cody, Wyoming, welcomes you as you enter Yellowstone Park's east entrance. Five museums in one, including the fantastic Whitney Western Art Museum. Welcome to the West. Buffalo Bills Center of the West, Cody, Wyoming. And now, the starting lineup. You know, Travis, I like you. <laughs> okay. But you're wrong. Floor is going to get this win. All right. Handedly. 42 to 14. 42 14. Wow. The disrespect. (laughs) On 98 9, the game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on ESPN Radio 98.9. Only here on 98.9, which is to say a smidge a bit longer. Let's uh, close things out on talking about the uh, postseason uh, from the association in the NBA. We got a game sixes uh, coming yep. up later on because the Knicks, they took care of business in MSG. Thanks to Jalen Brunson's 38 big points. And uh, they took down the Heat 112 to 103. So we're going back to Miami for game six. Not what I was expecting, Travis. I thought the Knicks were dead and on life support in this series. But I think a lot of people did. Apparently, they decided to show up and and play last night. And they forced game six. uh, Thanks to Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and RJ Barrett combined to score 88 points, Travis. That is the third most ever in a playoff game by a trios in Nick history. Hmm. Yeah, it was a great game for New York last night. It was also a great game for the Warriors last night, as this one was probably what you thought it would be, as we predicted yesterday, uh, that the Warriors were going to mm-hmm. at least win this one, as they did just that. They won 121-106. to 106. Uh, Steph Curry, they, he had 27 as a top performer there for the Warriors last night as they stay alive for one more game. Eight and two, Travis, when facing elimination. That is the best record since the 2014 season there. 7-0 versus West when facing elimination. I was going to say, I saw that graphic that they put on at the end yep. of the game the uh, last night. Uh, they haven't been knocked off by a Western Conference opponent since 2014. So Steph Curry, 9.8 points per game. Nine points in the fourth quarter. Hmm. In the That's what he's averaging. Second only to Dirks. Hmm. But the Warriors, uh, they uh, force a, a game of six there. And we'll have to see if Anthony Davis will be yes. available. Stop if you heard this before. Anthony Davis injured, but he has suffered a, a head injury there last night. And he got taken out of the game. He had 23 points at that point. And LeBron, he had a 25 in the game. And so we'll have to see if AD is available for game six. Now, with everything we say about AD and his health, Travis, do you know that he's missed just one playoff game in his career? Hmm. In his career, he's only missed one. That was game five of the 2021 first round against the Suns. The Lakers went on to lose by 30 points in that game. Hmm. So uh, LA 38-29 and when Davis plays, 12-14 and 
when he does not. And as for the Lakers and LeBron James, it's the fourth time in LeBron's career that his team lost the game by 15-plus points, having an opportunity to clinch the series. Two of those losses, Travis, have come in this postseason. Grizzlies in the first round, they lost by 17, and then the Warriors this year. But his worst loss, Travis, 2018 first round, lost to the Pacers by 34 Ooh. when he had a chance to clinch. So mm. we'll have to see. That is, to me, it's going to be whether Anthony Davis plays because Golden State played better when Anthony Davis was not out on the floor. They ran the ball, you know, they ran up and down the floor a lot more, got some open shots, and that is going to be the key. Also, I think if you're the Lakers, you're okay with this loss, Travis, and here's the reason why. I don't expect Draymond to go for 20 and 10 again. Right, yeah, Draymond's not putting up 20 points again. He balled out in front of his former coach. Yep. Coach Izzo was in the building last night. That's so why he put on a big performance. But Yeah, he hit a three to start the game and just carried on for the rest you, of the way. You take his 20 out, Travis, Lakers win 106-101. So... Mm, there you go. I, I just don't see Draymond doing that again in L.A. Right, yeah. It would be tough to have back-to-back performances there. So uh, we'll wait for it. Game sixes on a Friday. Games tonight, we got a pair of game sixes. Uh, Philadelphia, uh, they had a chance to uh, close out the series, but the Celtics kept it alive. And uh, Philadelphia has the 3-2 uh, to two, uh, series edge back in Philly. Tonight, and the uh, Nuggets, uh, they will be up 3-2, and they'll be in Phoenix tonight to take on the Suns. So, uh, do either one of these series come to a close, or does both of them? I think both tonight. of them advance, Travis. Yeah? I These two series have just been so back and forth as far as from game to game, you don't know what you're expecting. So, I would not be surprised if both these series go 7 yeah, I mean, especially that's uh, Celtics 76ers. I can't figure this yep. this series out. Yep. So. I, I guess if, if you had to tell me I had to pick one of these two to end, I would say Denver-Phoenix because of the injured Chris Paul and the possibility right. of DeAndre Ayton not playing. Yeah, yep. So it was reported this morning that Chris Paul was going to mm-hmm. be out for this game, and Ayton's questionable, like you mentioned there. So, um, yeah, I would fully expect the, the Nuggets to uh, close it out. Uh, tonight and up and down series with the Celtics and uh, 76ers. So who really knows about that? Yeah. Both games on ESPN. It's a doubleheader tonight, 6:30 for Boston, Philly, and Denver and Phoenix at 9 o'clock to follow there. So we'll be back to uh, talk about them and we'll see if they get it closed out and we'll see if we'll be uh, talking about any uh, game sevens for the uh, weekend as well tomorrow all right coming up in the uh, pod we still got a uh, major league baseball left to uh, clean up we talked about the cubs and the uh, cardinals but not about anything else happening in mlb so we'll take a look at that and we'll take a look at the uh, nfl schedule leaks that have already happened the opener monday night first monday night football game the bears opener mm-hmm. and uh, so much more coming up in the uh, podcast as well including a nascar rant get ready and uh, eric's got a nascar, got a NASCAR rant NASCAR cooked rant. up for you today all righty look forward to that in the uh, pod catches there and coming up next here on espn radio is uh, fitz and harry enjoy thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game
Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Welcome to overtime of the starting lineup. Got a lot of things still lined up for you. Major League Baseball to clean up from that. We got the NFL schedule leaks. Hey, you want to know the entire Packers schedule? Why, well, I see it right in front of my eyes if you want to know it. And the leaks just keep coming. So we'll tell you about that, what we have. And so uh, we'll explore that. We'll explore Eric's NASCAR rant as well. There and may be two. A double, a double, double rant. Yeah. Double dose of the, is it NASCAR rant related? Yes. Both of them are NASCAR rants. All right. So a double dose for Three you. Three pieces of NASCAR news. Coming up for you. rants. And this date in uh, sports history. Yes. As well. You said jam-packed. All coming up. So uh, first, let's uh, clean up uh, some sports in there. Okay. There's one thing. Uh, the Bucks are starting their official search for a new head coach. ESPN reports the team has been granted permission to interview Warriors associate head coach Kenny Atkinson. The Golden State coach originally accepted a head coach position with the Hornets before the season started, but changed his mind and stayed with the defending champions. Atkinson previously coached the Nets for three-plus seasons, where he had a 118-190 and 190 record. He was let go during the 2019-2020 season. The Bucks are also expected to interview current assistant associate head coach Charles Lee and former Hornets head coach James Borgo for the job. Hmm. There you go. There you go. That's your sports tonight. That's it. What we got? All right, well, I have uh, random news and yeah, a note it. here. It was announced. He let off his uh, show with it, and his uh, show starts kind of correlation to ours, uh, the Pat McAfee show. And uh, Pat was on there, and he announced that uh, Brett Favre has reportedly dropped his defamation lawsuit mm. against the former punter. So no more defamation lawsuit. No agreed-upon financial sediment between the two. Mm-hmm. either as well so no more defamation lawsuit for pat mcafee that's good and it's not the last time we'll talk about pat mcafee here on the uh, pod yeah yeah mm, very good mm-hmm. so this day in sports history it's not mm. is it nascar related uh, stick around to find out oh guys. boy Around to find out. I might have a new nascar team he may be no he may be having a special guest on his show today Ooh, nice he did say some big things are coming to his show, so I've heard some rumors about that, Travis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, heard some, I'm, uh, I'm a little excited about it. Heard some rumblings. I'm a little excited about it. About not gonna lie, the Pat McAfee show. That's right. Of course, it's so weird to see uh, AJ Hawk in the studio. He usually he's the one right. that's on the location, but Pat's on paternity leave, right? As he's just a new father, first time father. I think, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, so congratulations. And had a appearance. Yes, of yeah. course. So did Snoop Dogg. So did Snoop Dogg a dog. Mm-hmm, yeah. So could we see SummerSlam, Pat McAfee versus Bad Bunny? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'd rather see them tame up with Logan Paul. Ooh, there we go. Just throw all the celebrities yeah. in one match. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, as a tag team. Why not do it? Oh, throw Snoop Dogg in there. They can take on the bloodline. Done. <laughs> There you go. Done. That's the one new to the throne, Roman. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Bad Bunny, I told you. Put him up for the title. Or Bad Bunny, too. You could go with that uh, as well, bub. All right. uh, So uh, let's uh, clean up the uh, playoffs as we uh, ran out of time for the Stanley Cup playoffs. As the uh, Maple Leafs, they're still alive as uh, Florida was up 3-1, or they were up 3-0. Now they're just up 3-1 because Toronto 
ended up taking a game four as they won it by the final of two to one here. So uh, they hold off the uh, Panthers there. And of course, it's playoff hockey. And at the very end, there was a little scuffle between the uh, two teams, mm-hmm. punches being thrown and whatnot, emotions high there at the very end of the game as well. And uh, Edmonton, the game was over in the uh, after the national anthem of uh, Canada as they uh, were sung from the crowd and then the entire arena started singing it. So uh, when you have something like that happen, you know Edmonton yeah, is going to win. And the Oilers did just that. And Conor McDavid didn't score a goal, but he did assist on two goals there and Edmonton wins this one a four to one they struck early and often right in the emotion of that arena and they scored three in the first period so uh, it was pretty much over yep after that Golden Knights got a sympathy goal in the third period and that was it a half a hope goal yeah uh basically uh there and uh, Connor McDavid not appreciating a, a former blue, uh, Alex Petrangelo, uh, got caught up in uh, something uh, last night, a little slash. I believe it was on uh, Drysdale uh, there. Yeah, uh, after Drysdale shot wide on an empty net, Petrangelo slashed the Oilers forward across the arm. McDavid uh, thought... Uh, uh, then sought retribution in the corner, and he said after the game, you'd like to see it reviewed for sure. I mean, it's an intent to injure as you can get. Time, score, clock, I'll play a factor. It comes uh, from over his own head and places it kind of under Leon's chin. You'd like to see something like that uh, be suspended. It's not a hockey play. So, Petrangelo, what are you doing, man? Mm. Thought you were better than that. Mm-hmm. Slashing. One of the uh, better players for yeah. Edmonton, uh, especially with the uh, the way the game was going. To you know, blame him for uh, bringing that up there. So uh, we'll see what going forward. I don't think there'll be any punishment, but we'll see. Maybe a fine or something. But I uh, I don't know about a suspension. Uh, game's going on tonight. You got the uh, Devils trying to stay alive as they're in Carolina to take on the Hurricanes. Hurricanes up 3-1, and the Kraken shift back to Dallas as this series is tied at two games apiece here. Both games on TNT. 6 o'clock for New Jersey and Carolina, and Seattle and Dallas at 8.30. Come on, Kraken. On TNT. Pivotal game five is the best of yep. three now. Yep. So... Come on, Kraken. You got this. We'll see what happens in the Dallas tonight. So, all right, uh, let's uh, continue uh, cleaning things up here, and let's take a whip around uh, Major League uh, Baseball as we let off the show with Cubs-Cardinals. But uh, what else happened in MLB last night? Uh, The Yankees, they were all over the A's, thanks to Volpe's first career grand slam. Mm -hmm. Helps lead the charge for the Yankees. Harvest uh, seven run fifth. Yeah, just put it on him in that inning. A's eight and thirty. Vegas, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rockies they continue to beat up on the struggling Pirates as the Rockies win here four to three. So Pirates really. Pirates, what are you doing? They're stumbling right now. Hung over from on the their previous face. month. I guess so. Uh, not doing so hot in May at all. 
Uh, Tigers, they uh, pulled out the uh, shutout of the uh, Guardians, 5 to uh, nothing as uh, Eduardo Rodriguez strikes out eight over seven innings and uh, shutting out the Guardians at that. Uh, the Dodgers, they beat the uh, Brewers 8-1. to Freddie Freeman, uh, he has three RBIs in the game, and Clayton Karshaw picks up his sixth win mm-hmm. of the season as well. So uh, tied there with uh, Steele. Steel. Yep. Yeah. So... Uh, the uh, Marlins, they won over the uh, Diamondbacks 5-4. Uh, uh, Don't look now, Travis. The Marlins, 12-0 and in one-run games this season. I did That's see that. That's the mark of a good team, that you win one-run games. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, they're only 19-19 and on the season, though. I know, but of those 19 wins, 12 of them have been in one-run games. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty good. And they're also calling up their number one pitching yep. prospect and number one overall prospect. As well, so be joining the big league club soon. Uh, the Rangers they won over the uh, Mariners uh, four to three. Uh, the Nationals win over the uh, Giants eleven to uh, six. Uh, the Phillies take this one in extras over the uh, Blue Jays in a comeback fashion uh, two to the one. Thanks Bryce to Harper. an error there as well as yeah, yeah it was uh, Mondo Sosa scoring on that Bryce Harper uh, hard hit grounder, but. Yep. Turn into a, an error and a win for Philly. Is the Astros over the Angels of five to a four, and uh, Otani had a two-run homer in the ninth inning, but uh, the Wasn't Astros, yeah, the Astros hang on there for the dub. Uh, Baltimore they beat the uh, Rays two to one, and they take two out of three in the series against the Rays. So good series there for Baltimore. I'm telling you, I think Baltimore is going to be a playoff team this year, Travis. I really do. Yeah, I think so. They're off to an amazing start, yep. 24 and 13 on the season. Uh, the Mets saying Justin Verlander picks up his first win in a Mets a uniform, and it's a two to one a victory over the Reds. Verlander has now beaten every MLB team. I did see he's that 30 for 30, and I th- thought that's what that meant. So yep. wow. Cincinnati had been the only MLB team Verlander had never beaten. Hmm. Man. He came as the 21st pitcher in big league history with at least one win against all 30 current clubs. He joined Garrett Cole, Zach Greinke, and Max Scherzer as the only active pitchers to do it. Hmm. Garrett Cole has done it. Yeah. Hmm. I remember Garrett Cole beating the Cubs, but. Yeah. Former Pirate. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Red Sox, uh, they beat the uh, Braves 5-2-2. Uh, two, uh, two. And also it's history made in this series as well as Kenley Jansen picks up career save number 400. That's impressive. Didn't realize that he was that close and had that many saves, but only the seventh in Major League history with 400 saves for Kenley Jansen. That's so, impressive. Hmm. Uh, the Royals, uh, they are all over the White Sox 9-1 uh, to one, and the Twins win in extras over the uh, Padres, 4-3 in 11 innings. Only a few games uh, today on the schedule. A lot of travel uh, today. Uh, the Reds and Mets are already underway. Reds are already up a big mm-hmm. uh, as we're recording this. Uh, Padres and Twins are already underway. Uh, the White Sox and Royals will be starting here shortly. Uh, Rays and Yankees later tonight. Um, Clevenger on the mound for that White Sox game this afternoon. 
Giants, uh, Diamondbacks, and the uh, Rangers in Oakland to take on the A's. So the AL West leading yep. Rangers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they are. By three games of the Angels. That's crazy. Of the Angels, not even the Astros, the Angels. Yeah, Astros have been struggling. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's Some a marathon, not a sprint. Ah, oh, Mariners. Yeah. I thought that was 10 and 19. Now they're 18 and 19. This is a little bit better than I thought, but. Well, the, here's a trivia question for you, Travis. Will the A's have more people show up to Vegas for their games than they do in Oakland? Yeah. See, I don't know about that because, as we've talked about before, in Vegas there's so much other stuff to do. Yeah, it's true. But like if I'm going to Vegas, am I going to see an A's game, especially if they're 8 and 30? No. no, but you're going to go to an A's game while you're there in Vegas for when you're doing something else. Possibly. But a lot of the good stuff happens at night. Yeah. Well, some of the good stuff. That's true. Some of the things in Vegas you may not be want to be out on the streets. That's true. Late at night. So. All righty. All right. That'll do it for Major League Baseball. I got that taken care of. And uh, here, let's do the uh, NFL uh, schedule leaks as the uh, schedule is set to release uh, tonight, but uh, pretty much everybody's getting leaked out uh, here. Like I mentioned, if I want to, I can see the entire Packers uh, schedule uh, here. Uh, but uh, the uh, season will reportedly uh, get started, uh, of course, with the Super Bowl champion at uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, they'll kick off the season reportedly on uh, September 7th. They're in Arrowhead, the typical Thursday primetime start, and they'll be opposed by the Detroit Lions. Hmm. So Detroit gets the Kansas City Chiefs in week one. Hmm. So thanks for ending the Packer career of Aaron Rodgers and right. almost getting to the playoffs, Lions. Now you get to start in KC. So Chiefs, Lions starting off the uh, season. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers' New York Jets debut will become on Monday Night Football on a September 11th against the Bills. So it's Buffalo versus New York. Rodgers versus Josh Allen to a start off the Monday Night Football slate. So that's a marquee game there. Did you mention in SportsCenter earlier that Tom Brady is going to be honored at the home opener? No, we talked about it, but I didn't mention it. Uh, I think that was uh, there. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, reportedly, um, it's one guy that's been posting about the uh, uh, schedule leaks. Uh, There's a rumor that the uh, Eagles could be uh, that game. Mm. that uh, the Patriots honor Tom Brady Mm. in week one. Now, Travis, Mm -hmm. I have a list. I don't know when these games are happening. But I just have a list of games that we know based on the formula the NFL uses to decide who the AFC East is playing, who the NFC East is playing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do you want to go through some of those games? Because there's some interesting matchups. Or do you want to wait till tomorrow? When we know when every single game no, is. No, everybody else is spoiling it. So well, We already know Tyreek well. Hill, Dolphins at Chiefs. We know where that game is going to be. Mm-hmm. So there's Germany. that. Travis, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams goes back to Green Bay this year. Well, actually, yeah. Green Bay comes to 
Las Vegas. Hmm. As the North is going to face the AFC West. Hmm. The AFC West is also going to face the AFC East, which means Devontae Adams is going to t- take on Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. That will be in, L- in Las Vegas as well. Nice. Adam Thielen is going to go back to Minnesota. Nice. With the Panthers. Frank Wright is going to go back to Indy. Mm-hmm. As uh, the Colts will actually go to Carolina to take on uh, the Panthers. As Frank Wright will face the Colts for the first time since they fired him. Um, Nathaniel Hackett will take on the Broncos. New mm-hmm. Jets offensive coordinator. He'll ha- he'll uh, take on the Broncos. Nice. And uh, Kellen Moore is going to take on the Cowboys this year, Travis. Nice. Chargers and the Cowboys. We also are going to get, at some point, Eagles and Chiefs. At rematch of last year's Super Bowl. I think so, yeah. At some point. Chiefs at Bengals. Mm-hmm. The last two AFC Championship games. We're going to get that in a regular season. Cowboys 49ers. 49ers at the Eagles. Do you want to know when that Cowboys 49ers game will be? Oh, I, you don't have to tell me. Well, I, it's going to be on week five. Okay. Sunday, October 8th okay. on Sunday Night Football. Well, there you go. But, Travis, here's the one that I'm, I'm – I mean, Cowboys at Bills. Bills at Chiefs. Bills at Eagles. Jets at Cowboys. So, Aaron Rodgers takes on Mike McCarthy for the second straight season. He's 8-2 and two as a starter against the Cowboys. So, uh, Chiefs at Jets. Eagles at Jets. Dolphins at Eagles. Panthers at Texans. When the top two picks play each other. Oh, so, man. get ready for that. But the one that I'm, I'm questioning myself here, Travis. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Week 17. Bills at Bengals. Why are we running it back? Why are we doing that same game in the same place again? Same week, same everything. Why are we doing it again? Why are we tempting fate again? Hmm. I guess we are. I don't know. Why? There's no point in that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we didn't get to finish it last year, so ah, we'll tack it on at the end this year. There you go. Makes no sense to me. Towards the end of the season again. And we have a lot of uh, the most playoff rematches in a season in NFL history. Travis, 14 playoff rematches. Ooh, nice. So that's entertaining. A lot of those are obviously divisional matchups, you know. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Week number one, we know who the uh, Packers and Bears are going to be playing. It's going to be each other. Uh, it's going to be in Soldier Field. Jordan Love uh, comes to Soldier Field and takes on Justin Fields and the Bears on September 10th in week one. So get ready. It's Packers and Bears week one rivalry. And it's going to be bookend as they face each other in week one. And then they'll go to a Lambo and close out the season Against the Bears. so. By the way, the Eagles this year, Travis, have the toughest schedule based off of last year's uh, opponent's win-loss. The uh, last uh, six toughest schedules, only one team made the playoffs, and that was the uh, 2021 Steelers, who were 9-7-1. The easiest schedule, by the way, goes to the Atlanta Falcons. You think they're going to make <laughs> the playoffs this year? Eh, probably With not. that division, who knows? Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers have five, count them, five primetime games despite getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, goodness. And including uh, they play the Lions on Thanksgiving. Mm. So they got the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football in Week 13 on December 3rd. 
some other uh, schedule leaks here as the uh, Charter or the Raiders and Chiefs are uh, scheduled to be uh, the uh, Nickelodeon game on a Christmas Day. There, um, okay. the uh, Jets and the Giants will meet up in the uh, regular season on a Sunday, October 29th, in Week Eight. So. It's uh, the Battle of New York there in the regular season. It happens in the preseason, but not too often there. And a big shocker here for the first Sunday night game. This just gets every year. Why do we have to have it every single year to open up this season on Sunday night football? It's the Cowboys-Giants. Yep. Jeez. That's dumb. I agree. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, let's see. Let's see some more here. Uh, the Cowboys and the Commanders will be playing on Thanksgiving. So you got some rivalry games there with the Packers-Lions and Cowboys-Commanders. You mentioned, Travis, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers opening, you know, first game being yep, Monday against night Buffalo. against Buffalo in New York on September 11th. Mm-hmm. That stadium is going to be full of emotion. There you go. Yeah. 22nd anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then on week number four, that's where we see Rodgers versus Mahomes, Chiefs versus Jets on Sunday Night Football in week four. Uh, the uh, Panthers and the Saints will match up in week number two on Monday Night Football. So, yeah, at, uh, Bryce Young on Monday Night Football there. Any more from you? Um, no. Nope. 13, 13 minutes ago was the last schedule update. Uh, Dov Kilman is the uh, NFL covering NFL news and uh, transactions. Recommended to turn on notifications for uh, Mr. at NFL Dov Kilman. There is where I'm getting these schedule leaks from. And you can see the entire schedule of the Green Bay Packers up already. So great. <laughs> I wouldn't be so uh, perturbed and annoyed if they didn't make a big deal about the uh, schedule release and say that it's going to happen at seven o'clock and have it all laid down that we're going to make a big deal about it. Why, I know that we talk about it all the time, but uh, why don't we just have it leak throughout the day or just have announcements throughout the day rather than just a set show to talk about the games that have already been leaked about, but and it's like I keep saying, it's because we keep me. talking about it. If people would quit talking about it and quit leaking stuff and quit getting the clicks and the views for it, well, we can't help ourselves. I know. In this clicks and views world, I know. So, so you only have yourself to blame, Travis. <sighs> so we should just be uh, quit talking about the NFL together. No, just until they talk about it. That's what I vote. Just talk about. Stop talking about the NFL together. Until they talk about it tonight. <laughs> After they talk tonight, then tomorrow we can spend the whole show talking NFL traps. Mm, there Break you go. down every matchup and preview everything because the NFL is all there is in sports. There is. Is that better? It's the biggest thing in good? sports. Okay. But all right, so let's. Well, uh, nothing happens from February all the way through, you know, August. So it doesn't matter. No. Not really, according to other media outlets. According to 95% of America. Yeah. So, just on pause until yep. Yep. the uh, March Madness, what's that? Football. That interferes with the football. 
Uh, some people do tune into uh, uh, March Madness to see if their brackets are busted, and then this year everyone watched it up until the Sweet 16, and yep. everyone turned it off. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, and then don't forget this weekend the XFL Championship. Oh yeah. Game. I forgot. Uh, the Rock's gonna be on first take tomorrow to talk about it. Oh great! Can't wait. So tune in to that. Good job, Dwayne. Him, him battling with Stephen A. Smith. I can't wait for him to defend how a losing team is in his championship game. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if he get uh, asked about that. How's he going to swing that one? As well. And uh, they previewed it on uh, first take by announcing that he was going to be on the show. Uh, Molly called him a WWE Hall of Famer. Nope, not yet. He's not a Hall of Famer yet. Not yet. It'll happen next year. He actually has to show up. Oh. Or, you know, uh, put him in the Hall of Fame in Hollywood. Oh, we were just there this year. No, do it in Philly. Why? Why Philly? Why anywhere? I mean, it make perfect sense in Hollywood. But He's not ready. He doesn't want to be called retired, Travis. Plenty of Hall of Famers still Russell. No, he just doesn't care. That's all it is. He just doesn't want to tear something. He just doesn't want to tear He's something got again. Too much other stuff going on, Travis. He can't be brought down by the low brow of he wrestling. He walks. Uh, he walks into the ring and he gets hurt. Low brow of wrestling. And then that takes away from his movie career. Yeah. I mean, movies are more important. Right now, he's got a, a football league to run. Travis, he can't be interrupted in the middle of the XFL season to go to WrestleMania. you kidding me? Yeah, because WrestleMania just kind of popped up on you. Just yeah. All of a sudden, just out of nowhere. It did. Oh, it's WrestleMania time. Yep. Well, I mean, you got to It's gotta not like these the things, things are planned about the uh, every single month. It happens uh, at the same time almost every single year. Yeah. But he wasn't a commissioner until this year. He wasn't running a football league. Mm-hmm. He didn't own it. He's trying to make something that Vince McMahon couldn't make successful and make it successful. Well, he's already almost got it across the finish line yep. from that perspective because we're almost at a championship game. And now, the last that's one the had a championship ever, game. ever been. In 2001, they had a championship game, and that was the last game ever. So if he starts year two, then we know that he's here to stay. There you go. Be around forever. There you go. All right, so uh, let's get to uh, this day in sports history before we get to those NASCAR rants. All right, two things real quick. This day in 1992, the Portland Trailblazers defeated the uh, Phoenix Suns 153-151 to in double overtime in Game 4 of the Western Conference semifinal round. It is the highest-scoring NBA playoff game ever. Ooh. Combined 304 points, Travis. Next best is 285 points. It's a good game to attend. Uh-huh. Or a tiring game to attend, <laughs> one of the two. And also on this day back in 1980, Dr. J's iconic baseline swoop in Game 4 of the NBA Finals happened. Hmm. The iconic nice. Dr. J flying underneath yeah. the basket. Oh, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, an iconic good image stuff. for sure. And that's it. And that's it. All right, so we uh, turn things over to NASCAR now. Okay. Well, the first thing's first. Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. He's having Ross Chastain on his show today. Uh-huh. Big thing for NASCAR. Yeah. When you think about the amount of people that listen, whether you like him or you don't like him, the amount of people who listen to Pat McAfee and the fact they were able to get someone on that show yeah. is very big for NASCAR. Right. And especially considering it's Ross Chastain. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. We'll see if he does anything to get people talking. 
see if he wrecks anybody on his way there. Yeah. Wrecks anyone in the studio. Right, yeah. Wrecks the studio. <laughs> he could. He could. But yeah, Ross on the Pat McAfee show. better bring I'll a to, watermelon and crush it. I'll have to check it out. Yes. He probably will. Yes. All right. Rant number one, Travis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read for you verbatim, and I'm going to try and not read the whole thing. This is an editorial that was published uh, yesterday afternoon in the Chicago Sun-Times. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read this to you, and then we will comment. You can comment as I read. If any more evidence is needed against bringing NASCAR street races to our downtown lakefront, it's this. The Shed Aquarium announced it will be closed during the event's opening weekend. Officials at the Field Museum and the Shed Aquarium said the shortened operating hours from Wednesday, June 28th to Monday, July 3rd because of the crowds and road closures that are expected because of the races. The Shed Aquarium will shut down entirely on the weekend. It's bad enough that much of historic Grant Park has been closed to accommodate NASCAR, but now two of the museums that make up the city's nationally recognized cultural center have to adjust their hours and take a backseat as well? It's a travesty. Sure, NASCAR races will bring tourism and revenue to Chicago, pumping an estimated $113 million into the economy, according to NASCAR. And yes, there's something to be said for showcasing our city as an international stage as a reminder that Chicago really is about so much more than the gun violence that too often defines it in the eyes of the rest of the world. But Lollapalooza, another Grant Park headache Chicagoans regularly grumble about every summer, generates three times the economic benefit estimated for NASCAR in less time and with less disruption. And Chicago already has had plenty of opportunity to showcase its beauty and culture. An event like NASCAR, which, it's worth stating again, City Council never got the chance to veto before it was signed, would have to pay off big time to make it worth the public's while in lost access to its premier park and museums. According to a joint statement from the museums, the field will open at 10 a.m. and close at 4 p.m. the weekend of the race. Now, the planetarium will keep its regular hours during that day and leading up to it. Hmm. Just last month, race and city officials released the traffic plan for the event that included about three weeks of road closures before, during, and after the races. But something like this should have been vetoed and rolled out months earlier, given Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced NASCAR plans last summer. Instead, it's adding up bit by bit to a senseless mistreatment of Grant Park, downtown, the lakefront, and now the city's cultural institutions say nothing of the public approval process that Lightfoot avoided like a bump in the road last year. We hate comparisons to New York City, but would the Big Apple treat Central Park and its surroundings like this? Nope. Last year, the CEO and president of Liberty Media, the company that owns Formula One racing rights, wanted to bring F1 to New York City, but the mayor offered the company 500-acre Randall Island, not Central Park. Quote, this, their proposal, Randall's Island, is probably not our perfect venue. They said New York is a wonderful venue, but it's hard to see that they're going to shut Central Park down for us. That's what F1's president said. So F1 speeded off and New York survived, which would have been a great lesson for the former mayor. The city is now stuck with downtown NASCAR for three years. If the payoff doesn't plan out, incoming mayor, as well as his team and the city council, should look for a way to move the races to a better site from downtown next year or even cut NASCAR ties totally if that is what it takes for the sake of downtown Grant Park and the museum campus. Lightfoot is taking victory laps this week, heralding her term as mayor. Meanwhile, the city (laughs) is stuck with an event brought under her administration that raised red flags from the very start. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, someone's not a NASCAR fan. No. But no. I I kind of see a little bit of the problems. We talked about that. Yeah. You're shutting down 
downtown Chicago roads for three weeks for this race. Yeah. That's too much. Right. I don't. I, Travis, this isn't going to last past this year. Right. There's yeah, no way. It's causing a logistic nightmare. The for amount of people that. with hate towards it. And now yeah. the mayor who signed it is, is gone. Right. Is out. This is not going to get passed this year. There's yeah. no way. Right. I, I think the suggestion could be to move it somewhere away from downtown. Move it somewhere in the Chicago area, but not right downtown by the lake. But I'm sure NASCAR is going, uh, no, you signed a contract, and that's what people recognize about Chicago. Yeah. But I have the, well, I almost have the perfect solution, Travis. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's running at Soldier Field. Soldier Field. I mean, they already turned the Coliseum into a race. Soldier Field used to hold NASCAR races well back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you, you could. You could. But mm, you're already tearing up the uh, field that gets uh, gets dogged on for being bad as it is. So uh, That's true. We'd have to have it earlier I mean, it, on in the NASCAR in season. In eight years, it won't matter. Well, exactly. There won't yeah. be anything going on there besides there the go. fire. But there you go. Exactly. You, you can do this then. Yeah, that's why you can't do it now because the, the Chicago Fire play there. Yeah. So you can't. You can't do it. Now. You can't conflict with that. If there's any concerts or something. What about down by uh, down by Wrigley Field? Yeah. <laughs> No, not no. during baseball season. Nope, not during baseball season. No. Uh, Wouldn't that be fun? A race while a baseball game's going on? <laughs> oh, the people in Wrigley would hate that. <laughs> Those roads are already terrible as is. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it, Travis. Here should be the course. Let's just retrace the route from Blues Brothers. Mm, there you go. There we go. I don't know that route, but... Well, that's what people are to understand. From where they left the hotel all the way to where they got to that building in downtown Chicago. It's just a point-to-point race. It's who can get there the fastest. Point-to-point. <laughs> point-to-point. Point. Mm, I don't know if that's very exciting. Probably not. All right. That was my rant number one. Actually, it wasn't my rant. It was that editorial rant. <laughs> yes. My rant, Travis, is that this weekend is mm-hmm. Darlington on the NASCAR schedule. All three series will be there, starting with the Trucks Friday. I know you love the Trucks. Mm -hmm. And then the Xfinity on Saturday and the Cup on Sunday. It's throwback weekend. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are having their throwback paint schemes. They are, yeah. Which I'm all for, and we'll look at some of those tomorrow that I think are some of the the better ones and see if any of them trip Travis's memory of seeing if he can remember the originals. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. But I have a problem with one team's throwback that they announced this week. Uh-oh. And that's Richard Childress Racing. Mm-hmm. One of the older, more prestigious, you know, teams yeah. in NASCAR. Do you know what they're throwing it back to, Travis? What's that? They're throwing it back to Kyle Busch's first win with them. Mm-hmm. In February. In of, February. Of this year. Of this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A throwback. A throwback to three months ago. Mm-hmm. The exact same paint scheme from three months ago. (laughs) Not quite a throwback. A.K.A. we already had this paint scheme planned no matter what because the sponsor was going to be the same. 
But because he won, we can say we're thrown back to his first win. Mm-hmm. That is so lazy. <laughs> that is kind of That lame, is huh? either don't announce it as a throwback. We'd be fine with it. But don't say we're throwing it back to February of this year. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, you know, we're throwing it back to two weeks ago. Right. That's not a throwback. No. It has to be at least for Flashback Friday, which you can hear over on WCRC Ooh, Friday nice. from 1 to 3. Yeah. We at least do a year minimum. Mm-hmm. But most of them are older than that. But mostly it's a year or two minimum before we even consider a song for Flashback Friday. Mm-hmm. We're not going to air the number one song from three months ago. Yeah, it's not really a That's flash- not a flashback. It's not a flashback. And it's not a throwback. No. So Richard Childress Racing, quit trying to cheat us out of a throwback. Give us a throwback for Pete's right. sake. For Pete's sake. I've seen so many Earnhardt and Kevin Harvick cars. Kevin Harvick used to drive for who? Richard Childress. You couldn't have gotten an old Kevin Harvick car painted up to use your current sponsors? No, you couldn't. But every other, there's at least, Travis, no joke, four other Kevin Harvick cars that Kevin Harvick used to race, and there's three Dale Earnhardt cars that will be racing this weekend in the various series. You tell me Richard Childress couldn't grab one of those? Yeah. I just find that so lazy. It is, yeah. Like, why are you not participating when everyone else is? Mm-hmm. Like, some teams are not participating in Throwback Weekend, which is fine. But then just say, we're not doing a throwback scheme. It's the fact they made a Twitter video saying, you wanted us. You've been begging us to throw it back. So we listened. And it, it says to February of 2023. <laughs> and it's like, why? It's, it just has me so irritated and so frustrated. That's so It just kind of makes it seem like it was just a big joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had to come on here and rant about that. I saw it yesterday and I was like, I need to rant about this. So <sighs> my rant is over. I feel uh, better. You feel better now. I do. <laughs> well, that's good. So that's all I got. That's all you got. I'm done. Jam pack show tomorrow. Yep, jam pack show. We gotta get set for the uh, weekend of. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, major leagues, um, it's Mother's Day weekend. Before we get out of here, Travis, I'm I'm not even more mad because Richard Childress in the Xfinity Series is doing throwbacks, and they're doing throwbacks with the number three car. The only one they're not doing a throwback with is Kyle Busch. Hmm. So frustrating. Kyle Busch. So frustrating. Oh, I guess they're not doing a throwback with the three cards one they ran earlier this year. So, I guess they just don't feel like doing throwbacks for the Cup Series, but they'll do it for the Xfinity Series hmm. to one of those Kevin Harvick cars. So, whatever. I'm over it. Over it. Over it. O-V-E-R. Wow, I have no idea what I was looking at there. That was a... A lot of squares. So uh, if you need me for the rest of the day, I'm on the uh, uh, Twitter looking at the uh, schedule leaks. Okay. So uh, that's where you can find me uh, for the remainder of the day. I already know one While of While you're my... doing work here, of course. Oh, of course. That was just a given. Mm-hmm. I already know that my Rams are facing the Bengals in yeah. week three on Monday Night Football. That's all you need to know. Uh, now there's another matchup that I'm uh, looking out for. 
uh, with that Bears and Chiefs matchup as well. But my Rams come to Indy this this year, so oh. I got to find out when they when they come. Yeah. So I'm gonna start making my plans making of asking plans for ticket. the for that day off. Yeah. Or that next day off. Yeah. I hope it's not Monday night or Thursday night. It will be. Don't you worry. Hmm. It'll be a Thursday right in the middle of high school football season. No. Yep. <laughs> I hope not. Yep. I hope not, but. We'll we'll see, we'll see later on today. Cause yep. I'll find out about it. Before seven o'clock tonight. tonight, Travis. What are you talking about later on today? Seven o'clock tonight, you'll find out. No, I can't. I can't take this anymore. I gotta, I gotta see the schedule and piece it together. Feel so left out because other people I know do. things. Exactly. I feel oh, so Travis left out. Travis has uh has FOMO. <laughs> I feel so fear left of missing out. out. Yeah, I do kind of. <laughs> Uh, a little bit. Travis feeling a little bit millennial today. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, that's, that's what the I'm problem. Doing. That's why we have leaks, Travis. People don't want to miss out on things. I don't want to have to wait the extra three hours to find out. Yeah. So then just don't even have a show anymore. That solves I got you. It's ratings, Travis. Eh. People will still tune in because I want to hear people analyze these games already. I haven't even had OTAs. I haven't even had training camp, but we're going to analyze these games and what you can look forward to. No. Never mind the fact there may be injuries, trades, signings, whatever. Yeah, definitely some records will be uh, predicted uh, tonight. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we'll see how good the Bears will do, how it's already going to be a week one win. So yeah. I know that's obviously a given. So we'll see if they start out, how far they stay out undefeated. We'll find out tonight. Yeah. Or later on today. Or later on today. Whenever. <laughs> and we will definitely be back for you tomorrow for a loaded show to get you ready for the weekend. So until tomorrow, we will talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We're out of here. Peace. Peace.